Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Tonight we watched Season 1, Episode 17, Surrender. Phelan, I've been trapped by my neighbors in a big stink apartment. <laughs> I just I just want to make note at the beginning of this. <laughs> it smells like whatever my neighbors are cooking, and it's bad. It's bad, Phelan. <laughs> Did you spray anything? No, I've made a horrible mistake, and now I have to live in this. <laughs> Speaking of a terrible stink, this episode. <laughs> uh, so, what happened in this one? Uh, there was an evil cult uh, that kidnaps girls. Uh, they gotta stop them. Harry's an old man. Various shades of dumb. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the episode proper, um, there is news that we didn't cover last week. Uh, they've got a new showrunner for season two. Woo! Is that a woo moment? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we've had like one episode that we said was really that good so far, which is last episode. So that's I... possibly better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if the showrunner can really be blamed for what's going on here. I feel like there's been so much stuff behind the scenes that, like, anyone who had the reins of the show would just be, like, stuck with a, a bad deal. Yeah, no, I wouldn't put it all on the showrunner. It's probably, like, trying to catch up with all these things where they're changing stuff. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? Um, but, I mean... The show's felt so aimless through a lot of it, so maybe this will give it more of a direction. I don't know. I feel like next season, no matter what... See, one of the things that they said uh, when they said there was a new showrunner is that um, it's changing uh, the direction, the creative direction of the show. Mm -hmm. um, and I think no matter what, it was going to change creative direction because like, you just can't sustain this whatever this is right now mm -hmm. so i feel like even if it had been the old one the old showrunner it would yeah. still be um well, it would still be changing directions um it also said that there would be less focus on family and more on the supernatural yeah uh, which could go either way because uh, that's sort of what they did with the original charmed it started off as about family and then went into like costumes every week <laughs> well i mean it not really though like I would hope what that means is, you know, them actually actively trying to do the magic stuff instead of original Charmed, where it's like, oh, yeah, some plots going on. They did have a very original charmed moment in this mm -hmm. when they uh, they visit the elder council and they're like, we're the charmed ones. Who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I should say it in the charmed voice. We're the charmed ones. Who the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, hopefully this means like, you know, they don't make M3 and then just hang out there all the time. You know, just not want to do their plots and like, oh, if we save an innocent we might never be able to save innocence again so better not oh, <laughs> what's the baby doing oh diapers <laughs> this episode i think was the opposite of the problem we've been having with uh the rest of this season so far in that it's been so crammed with stuff it just doesn't stop and there's no focus on anything this episode 
had basically one thing. There was some some stuff with the arc going on, but mostly they were just focusing on the monster of the week, and it was so uninteresting. This is probably the maybe the dullest plot they've done, unless I'm forgetting something. But yeah, like the the monster of the week or whatever you want to call this douche nozzle. Like, yeah, he had nothing going for him. Well, you were pointing out that like it's about a cult with like a charismatic leader, but it really didn't matter it didn't factor into anything yeah because like yeah that's the thing with most cult leader things is you know you're supposed to be like you're wondering the miss the story behind is you know how he lures these people into believing what he's saying stuff you know yeah usually it's because they're charismatic in some way but this guy's just mind controlling them so there's no intrigue with that it's just that he's not making anyone believe what he's selling them. They believe what he's selling them just because he snaps them, makes them blue-eyed, and then they believe any shit he says. There's no point to any of his rituals, I guess, because you know he doesn't need them to say that. All he needs to go over to and stab them and suck their little blue energy out. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he is a Viralis, a soul-sucking demon. Um, he, he needs to kill ten women... Uh, to do something or other, uh, as uh, Maggie says, he's using them as demonic Viagra, or I think Mel says that, um, with his very phallic knife. They make sure to say it's a very phallic knife, which uh, has a, a payoff later. <laughs> um, but um, he's not charismatic even to the audience. It's no. not like we, he's supposed to be seductive. That's the point. Like he goes to like these sappy poetry readings and he's like, I'll give you a love that lasts forever. And it's like, it's not even, it's just very rote. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like I, I have already forgotten what he looks like. That's as much of an impression that this guy left on me. Yeah. I don't understand anything about it. Cause like none of it matters. Like him going to these sappy poetry, poetry readings. Like why? Why does he do that? Yeah, well, I think they're trying to say, like, it's supposed to be very sad women. They're prone to seduction, you know? They're very, like, uh, romantically inclined, I guess, uh, looking for someone. That seems to not matter at all, though, when he does it to Maggie and it works perfectly well as anyone else. So it's like, he could just be going around grabbing any woman, like... Yeah. It just is total mind control, so there's no actual, like, coercion. Like, I that would make sense, you know, if it was actual an actual cult leader preying on weak people. But he's not. He's just, <laughs> I snap and then you do what I say, so. Yeah, it's not really, uh, <laughs> it's not really that interesting of a story there. Um, it, it almost is something, the way that they integrate Nico into it, but they've done stories like this before where it seemed like it mattered more. Uh, and I was more confused by like, um, so, like the beginning of the episode, uh, the girl, there's a girl running through the woods and she runs into Nico, uh, because she like had her card and Nico thinks this has something to do with the Sarkana and that's how she gets involved. And she calls Mel to come over mm-hmm. and even Mel is like, so why am I here? Like, yeah. Why did you call me for this? But Mel brings us up after she's been sitting there listening to this woman's story <laughs> yeah. for a bit. It's one of those dumb cuts where it's like, Oh, so like <laughs> this just started happening without anyone really saying anything or explaining, you know, just she went in and she, this woman immediately launched into her story about this cult. 
I mean, the only reason they really did this is because they want Mel to meet Nico's fiance Greta, and get jealous. Mm-hmm. How did this woman even get out of being mind-controlled anyway? Was that really explained? I, I think maybe they were talking about, for some reason, she metabolized the drugs faster or something. Nico was trying to... to Ra- rationalize this somehow, but I, I forget what her reasoning was. Well, that's, yeah, but it was magic, though, so... No, well, there's, like, demon blood that I think keeps them... Oh, so she metabolized demon blood quicker. Yeah, yeah, because he, uh, he gives Maggie some more of the blood to, like, make the influence stronger, so I think, like, if it wears off, they c- the spell could be broken. Is all demon blood, like, glowing blue like his, or is that just special... Is that going to really mess Parker up? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, does he like, is it like type O demon blood? It could, it could just be the universal demon donor? or is... <laughs> Yeah, anyone can take shiny blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fuck this one up. <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like Nico's fiance Greta really dropped the ball here when uh, when the cult girls show up to like collect the one that escaped, and she's like levitating in the room, mm. and then Nico gets like hit over the head with a lamp hilariously. Mm-hmm. Where was Greta in this whole situation? Mm, she's probably on the toilet. <laughs> she's with Galvin on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think like. They woke up in the middle of the night and Greta's like, Nico, I hear someone. Hang on, just wait here. (laughs) Grabs the bat. There's an intruder in the house. (laughs) I got this good old glass jaw, Nico. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the reason that um, they gave the blood to Parker is to to help cure um, his demon disease or whatever. Because we find out that... that Alistair gave him a blood transfusion at one point, which brought out his demon side, so they think that this will break it, and and that's why Maggie goes undercover as bait to get this blood. Mm -hmm. There's a couple things here I want to talk about. Uh, First of all, we get, like, a backstory with Parker's mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) More of this, like, demon backstory, where they're like, did you know he was a demon? Nah, I just thought he was a really rich, handsome guy. I was... Mm -hmm pre-med and then we got together and then i was in a real rosemary's baby situation (laughs) parker's mom and maggie seem like they're good friends now yeah they're just chummy yeah like they interacted once last episode and now she's just going over and chumming it up with her and like does macy work there anymore no, it's just <laughs> Maggie going over to the lab now. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're all cool with her. She's she's legit. <laughs> um, she's put Parker under a uh, quarantine, and then when she uh, she gives him the blood, he turns into like super demon Parker at the end. <laughs> yeah, because real Parker's actor's not in the episode. <laughs> That's like when Maggie's like, "Can I see him?" Like, no, he's not in this episode, so you can't. <laughs> You know, I'm just starting to, like, tolerate Parker. Don't go this direction. Don't go into super demon mode. I don't need this. Just just make him doofy guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't care about this demon stuff. <laughs> we already have this plot with Macy. That's the thing. Like, she's the far more interesting duality plot. You know, like, demon, good versus evil, gray area kind of thing. And then you have Parker. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, poetry reading, though. It's like... 
they they realize, you know, stupid Varalis or whatever his name is, is hanging out these poetry readings. So it's like, all right, we'll go there and I'll do one and that'll get him. And like instantly it does. Like he's there. Yeah. And he's <laughs> he's up on Maggie the moment she finishes her poem. I'm like, well, that sure is lucky, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. This this place that she, they go to. It's like it's got a bunch of beatniks around. They're mm. snapping their fingers, yeah. like the most cliche thing. She's wearing a beret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was like kind of coincidence the episode though, because it's like that all worked out so easily coincidence. Then they go, they try to call Harry because I guess they forgot he's an old man and not a white lighter anymore. And then yeah. he just kind of shows up and he's like, oh yeah, I was just on the way, you know, normally, like a normal person. Normal. <laughs> I normaled over here. Like, oh, you normaled over here. But you didn't orb, right? No, I normally came over in a car. Oh, I get it. Normal. <laughs> And then, like, once they get over to the cult farm, they see um, Nico, and she's like, oh, yeah, let's just stake this place out at the exact same moment, too. Hey, guys, sup? Yeah, she just <laughs> happens to be there. Everything just works out. Yeah, like, so many coincidences. <laughs> <laughs> the thing was that Harry was normal. Yeah, can we talk about Crypt Keeper Harry for a minute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we just can we just talk about this mess? Yeah, like, okay, this Chamber of the Elders where they old him, like <laughs> this better be a plot about the elders being dicks, because this is stupid. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be about how like they're they're shifting away from the elders. The elders don't even like they even bring this up, like the elders don't bring up any culpability on their part because it was one of them Mm -hmm. that was doing the bad thing but they're just like oh harry you were you were having sex with charity this was an unsanctioned relationship and and you weren't paying attention you fudged things up um this time they're they're not faceless they're like we're not doing that anymore (laughs) that was a good thing about it no more dumb faceless elders crap (laughs) But it's like, uh, the Charmed Ones, they're like, all right, we're going to get those elders' attention, so we're going to be bad. And then it's like yeah. two seconds of them doing magic in public, and then instantly they're summoned to this little elder chamber. It's like, well, they've done they've done worse than this before. <laughs> this is pretty. This is pretty normal for Mel. Like a, yeah. a douchey sexist guy shows up, and he's just like, "Hey, chicks, like, which one of you am I going to be taking home?" <laughs> and then. They freeze him. Yeah, that guy's like a cartoon for absolutely no reason. It's just like, let's make this guy the most sexist douche nozzle for no reason. And all we have is like 10 seconds, so he's just gonna like, where's my penis? I'm gonna like just whip it out and start jerking it at you guys. I feel like this would have had more impact if this was not something that Mel constantly did. Just like freeze him, like, ah, stupid white man. You know, like when she did that, she's like, you want to see a magic trick? And then freezes him. They make it seem like this is just like she's going off the rails. Mm. But is she really? Yeah. Yeah, she's done far worse. I thought she's like, I don't know what she's going to do. I thought maybe he's a demon and she's planning to bleed him or something. (laughs) (laughs) You need blood? I gotta get this guy. 
<laughs> so um, Harry is on trial for this, and uh, they take away his white lighter powers, uh, which makes him very, very old. Well, it makes him look about 60 or something with bad makeup first. They were not clear that this was supposed to be like a, a gradual aging process. Yeah, he might have said something like that, like I'm slowly aging to 98 or something, but I'm not sure exactly what the line was. It, it was hilarious when they reveal him on the couch. And he's got the bad old age makeup on. Mm -hmm. Let's just face it, like old age makeup, no matter what era we're in, it's just not going to be good. It's just not going to be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it looks so bad. And they play the sad music, like, you know, when something really poignant's happening. <laughs> yeah, I love, like, both our reactions when we saw it was, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He's supposed to be about 98 or get to 98 at some point. He he doesn't seem to age until the very last scene when they're like, he's on death's door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like, I, I just don't get, he was, he was dead. So why would he be 98 when they human him? He should yeah, just be dead again. Exactly. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense at all. <laughs> And, and, like, the girls are crying over it, and Maggie has this hilarious line. Like, she's like, he was wearing his old man lapel pin. Yeah. <laughs> he said he wanted to be buried that I, in that, I think. Maybe he said that when we were in Tartarus, so I don't know. They're crying over how bad the makeup is. Yes. <laughs> there was a hilarious shot. I think my favorite shot of this episode was when they try to be really artsy with it. Like, mm -hmm. the elders steal his powers, and he hasn't aged yet, but he's, like, on the floor unconscious in a circle in this, like, courtroom. Mm -hmm. And then it fades into their oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of a Charmed One's Balanced Breakfast. I think mm -hmm. we answered the question from last week. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I like the nonsense of the slow age thing, because, like, yeah, he shows up as, like, I don't know, the roughly 60s or something looking thing first and then just by the end of the episode he's even older like there's no in between he just instant to that age and then instant to next age yeah they were like we're not doing we're not doing that much makeup yeah we're not doing multiple stages we can barely handle the two <laughs> mm -hmm. so they just don't have a white lighter right now this seems very bad yeah well it's like they the, could have used one the elders are like well you're gonna fill out a new WL385 form. That's gonna take a while. <laughs> <laughs> We're real backed up here. <laughs> Charities left a hole in our filing system. <laughs> we had to change all of the locks on the <laughs> office building. It's just a big hassle. <laughs> so, um, Charmed Ones, we're gonna need you to, um, come in on Saturday, okay? So if you could be here around nine, that would be great, okay? The elders don't care about Harry, and uh, the Sarkana doesn't care about Harry, and Fiona doesn't care about Harry. Yeah, and Maggie doesn't care about Harry. Nobody cares about Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's kind of like, oh yeah, it kind of sucks that uh, he's dying, but uh, Parker can be saved if we get blood, so can we do that? <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, Macy cared. 
Macy cared. Macy, the true hero of the show, cared. <laughs> Mel cares a little bit because she goes to the Sarkana to try and get them to grant Harry's request to see Fiona. He wants to see her once more before he dies of old age. Yeah. And Jada's like, mm, I don't think so. And Mel's like, well, this storyline's over. Breaking up. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really was just Maggie who didn't seem to care as much. <laughs> Maggie never really seems to care. She's the true Phoebe of this uh, group. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do like, there's like, we're done the Jada plotline, I guess. <laughs> or at least the stage of it, which is like, that's fine. I'm sick of them hanging out on Jada's bed doing nothing. Yeah, I really wish that plot had like gone somewhere. And it, it might still, but right now it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a line that was really bad <laughs> when the uh, when the cult guy is talking to the group of girls. He says that they're there so they may shed their flesh vehicles. <laughs> flesh flesh vehicles. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> it's terrible. And one one of the girls stabs herself. So like, uh, way to save innocence, charmed ones. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, there's stupid high Maggie. Whoa, that was really something. She, uh, she's high on blue Kool-Aid. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and she attacks Mel. And Mel just, like, she kicks her in the face. She just goes to her classic move, like she's all legs lately. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of like, was it Gatorade or Powerade commercials where they're bleeding, like, the or sweating the Gatorade or Powerade, I forget which one, and then their eyes were that color? <laughs> I think it was Gatorade that yeah. had them, like, sweating the drink out. Weren't their eyes also the color of Gatorade, too, in those commercials? Or it might have been. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point here. <laughs> Phelan, I feel like we should have a name for, uh, for Mel's, like, kick move. Kick to the face. <laughs> there should be... It's, it's, a, it's a trademark move now. Mel to the face. <laughs> give a Mel. Give a Mel. She's given a Mel. Yeah, give a Mel. <laughs> she gave uh, Maggie Mel, and her face was perfectly fine after. <laughs> she she kicks him and goes, "Go to Mel. Go to Mel. <laughs> Go to Mel, dirtbag." <laughs> that bugged me though. That Maggie's face was perfectly fine after their battle. Yeah, so was, like, Mel, too. Yeah, like, <laughs> Mel's got, like, a little cut on her hand, which, um, what's her name? Barely a character notices. Old girlfriend. Erased from time. <laughs> That's a clue to Nico that, that, uh, that something's awry. Her hair's not even ruffled. Like, there's no way you would be perfectly the same, mm -hmm. but... Especially I mean, not getting kicked right in the face. I think that would leave a mark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're fine. It's magic. It's just the the S carved into her hand. Mm -hmm. You know, if she points some, put some ointment on it, there won't be any scarring. Yeah. They can't heal it because Harry's not a white lighter, so she's just perfectly fine. Might be good if they had, you know, a white lighter around. Yeah. This was something that they did in the original charm too. That was always like, it was always dumb to me. Mm-hmm. But uh. As usual, the day has got to be saved by Macy, <laughs> best character. Like, she was great in this. Yeah. Macy was great. She did the research. She did the main action. Like, really? <laughs> this was like... She screams something in the episode. I don't remember what she screams, but it was good. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, like, this episode pretended it was about Maggie, but Macy 
carried anything we cared about going on again. I know, all the, like, squabble twins were off kicking each other in the face. She was off <laughs> fighting the main bad guy. Like, Mel's like, don't worry, I can handle our stupid sister. You go fight the demon. Yeah. <laughs> you got it handled. I know, knife to the dick. <laughs> yeah, teleports away and she calculates where he's gonna be yeah tosses the phallic knife into his dick yeah because his blue <laughs> eyes like show up like where he's about to teleport to so yeah she lines that up <laughs> oh man like it that happens was... i'm like what was that the dick nut shot i'm a bad cult leader <laughs> <laughs> Galvin appears from Jumanji. Yo, that is wild. <laughs> Whoa, you just stab him in the dick, Macy? Oh! <laughs> you know, I wouldn't uh, say this show is lowbrow, but I'm glad they went to the comedy nutshot. <laughs> <laughs> I say of the show that had glowing vagina. <laughs> They've got quite a relationship with genitalia in this show. <laughs> yeah. Glad they just went full out and threw a knife in a dick. <laughs> I would say this episode is is one of their worst, but that was one of their best moments. Knife to the dick. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, the episode is really dull until there's a knife in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're awake. Now we're interested. That's the new creative direction they're going in. More of a, a knife and dick direction, I think, is mm-hmm. where they need to go. <laughs> And then Harry dies, and that's the end of the episode. (laughs) He dies on the bed and then disappears Chris-style as sad indie music plays. (laughs) Don't fade away. Maggie starts reading her poetry. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. That's women supporting women. And then life is a knife to the dick, and then you die. <laughs> Mel is other people, Archie. <laughs> um, so uh, here's another thing that makes absolutely no sense. So there is something in Harry's mind that Fiona wants. Yeah. She wants to zap it out of his mind using a Vulcan mind meld uh, while he's frozen because he is human, so he can be frozen uh, with Mel's powers. But it doesn't work because he's human. Yeah, she goes, I, I need, I can't get you because you're not a white lighter. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, Is it because, like, as a white lighter, he's dead? <laughs> she um, can only mind meld dead people? You'd think white lighters' minds should be a little more secure, but apparently they're, like, open to more magic susceptibility, which is yeah, kind of a... Yeah, think that'd be a real chink in their armor, huh? Yeah, not a real good design. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the fatal flaw in the Death Star right there. <laughs> Need to change those plans for your white lighters there, Elders. (laughs) The Elders are pretty stupid. The Elders are dicks and morons. They either sit around in a fake dining room or they sit around in a tower. So, yeah, they're not the brightest. (laughs) Or they're in an office where they don't notice demons in the elevator with them stealing paint cans of demons. What are they doing all day? What are they doing? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, I really have to know where they make their money to keep their dumb office. (laughs) (laughs) 
They're actually in uh, in trouble with the city. They haven't been paying their fines <laughs> for their offense. <laughs> That's how the demons are going to get them, through the evil real estate plans. That's very OG charmed, I think. <laughs> um, so uh, Fiona saves Harry, takes him to the temple under the house, mm. uh, but she's got ulterior motives. Speaking of uh, Star Trek, she like does the original Star Trek beam sound when she's trying to get stuff out of him and turn him yeah. into Yeah, that was that weird. Was weird. <laughs> Harry's done betrayed again. Oh. He just keeps getting betrayed every episode. <laughs> what the? Harry's got, he really is a Leo, huh? They're just going to su- make him suffer all the time. Yeah. He's got Leo syndrome. <laughs> so Fiona's like her own agent now, right? Like, cause she's like threatening the Sarkana. Like she's just in it for herself at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That confused no me. Cause there's, yeah. Jada comes when she shows up, she's like, I want to save Harry so that you guys are in my debt. And then, yeah, Jada comes like, no, don't. She's like, they're all dying under her bed. You can go save them. Maybe there's time. It's like, wait, so she like beat everyone else in the Sarkana to an inch of their life, but just in case they bugged her? She just said it was, she just said it was two of them. Two of them. It was two people from the Sarkana. So she just grabbed a couple of them and, and used them just as a distraction for Jada. Why didn't she just tell Jada to screw off before she came then? I don't know. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> that, like, she didn't beat up Jada. She's like, I went the indirect route and I, I beat up two other people. You can go save them. <laughs> like, so. They were really important, though. Those were the coffee kids of the. <laughs> they go off and get coffee for all of them. The. The latte Sarkana people. <laughs> was that the first time Jada's actually been to the house? She when she first showed up, she was in the house okay. to like steal the scepter. Right. And she like okay, uh, but like in. normally, like just without something like that going on. Yeah, you know, her and Mel's relationship was not that great. <laughs> <laughs> you think Jada's like thinking back, like you know, this whole like sarcana things not really working out i I really feel like the benefits are are far outweighed by the cons here Mm -hmm. yeah because like yeah stupid jada (laughs) (laughs) what did what did fiona steal from harry's mind i'm i guess it's supposed to be a mystery yeah some projection of the universe (laughs) yeah like it was like a planetarium show in there for a little bit overhead projector thing If she has the power to reinstate him being a white lighter, then you would think she would have access to this white lighter stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like you like anyone could just cast a white lighter spell. So like, wh- what does he have? She restores it to him, right? Unless like she, they turned him human, but he still had white lighter stuff in his head. It it just doesn't really add up. To yeah, because she like makes him young again, and yeah, gets into his head. So presumably she made him a white lighter again, which is confusing. Like, I guess Fiona has full elder powers because she does do like you know the elder teleport, just green and stuff. No, but that was supposed to be a, a power of charities, I think. Because otherwise, when they like sent her to Tartarus, why wouldn't they take her powers away, just like with Harry? And why didn't they? Hi, Ash. <laughs> Ash has a lot of opinions on this. But, uh, like... Oh my god, what do you want? <laughs> You're worse than the neighbors with the stinking. 
<laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wait, I know what, what what's going on with the elder. She just knows you're doing something. Let's <laughs> hear it a podcast. <laughs> Time to go take a shit. <laughs> Stink up the apartments. Uh. Did they just leave Charity with her elder powers in Tartarus? She never got to Tartarus. Yeah, but they think that she's there because they said that she oh, was cast away to Tartarus. So, man, the elders what? think that she's there. They're real stupid then. <laughs> yeah, I know they didn't check in on it. Or yeah, anything. like there's two people who were maybe elders, which got fried. Like, even yeah. if they're not elders, they're two people at work for them. And they never heard from them. They're like, hey, yo, the two people that were taking Charity to the Tartarus Hole have disappeared. Oh, that's not weird. We'll just assume she got down there fine. <laughs> yeah, they never check in on any of the dead ones. Like, what is their 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 booking system like? I feel like they're just not paying yeah. attention to anything. You ever think when they're having, like, their, their book club meetings, they're like, wait a minute, where's Priyanka? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute, where's Chainmail Face guys? Those guys... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they did the reading. Ah, <laughs> uh, we are just so backed up with the paperwork at Elder HQ. Uh, listen, our chain mail face guys are missing, so we're gonna need you to stay for the weekend. That'd be mm -hmm. great. Thanks. Oh, that's what. Oh, this. There's the paper. Charity didn't get into Tartarus. Oh. If I'd just gotten this earlier, we could have saved ourselves a lot of hassle. <laughs> <laughs> we are so dumb. <laughs> Alright, Phelan. Uh, I only got one thing for the fashion segment this week, mm. but it's a pretty good one. Do you know which one it is? <gasps> is it Maggie's weird double shirt thing? <laughs> yeah. She okay. She uh she has this um this outfit that she wears for the uh, beatnik club, <laughs> mm. which is a um a long sleeved ruffled shirt striped half red half white mm. underneath a leather jacket covered in stars with a beret. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're red or white. <laughs> I think we learned a real lesson this week on Charmed. <laughs> I think, like, the, see, you know, they came into this wanting to give us a social social message, and now, mm -hmm. now we learned. Yeah, I know now not to drink the the Kool Aid or the Gatorade in this case. Phelan, uh, what is your overall impression of this episode? Not impressed. <laughs> it was like it was. Doll. <laughs> like, there is nothing going on with the villain in this episode. He was nothing. Like, we're saying it's a nothing cult episode because there's no intrigue with the cult. He just zaps everyone to listen to him. So there's nothing there. There's no story about him. He's boring. And mm -hmm. so much coincidences to make things work really quickly in this episode, too, which is silly. Like the silliest thing though is just that poetry reading, and then he's like there. It's like, well, it sure was lucky. Like, what if he's having a little cult meeting right now, and they had to do this over several days? You know, yeah. They don't know when he's there. <laughs> <laughs> 
there were there were a few uh funny ridiculous moments but overall it it just was really boring it didn't have a very interesting monster of the week plot and um the story arc stuff was okay but didn't really it's it's not much right now so i felt it was one of their worst episodes to be honest this was like kind of making up for all the super quick pace thing bunch of things happening in one episode this one's like well slow it way down it would have been fine if it was an interesting one-off like, well, it's yeah. fine to have a breather every once in a while and just do something about your characters, but it wasn't even really about them, so it was just a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, even if the, uh, you know, plot of the week was interesting, that'd be something, but this just felt like we're dinking around and watching some guy say dumb speeches to a circle of girls in a farm. Yeah. <laughs> in a barn, I mean. <laughs> oh, not very good. like maybe this harry fiona thing will go somewhere interesting i don't know she seemed genuinely touched when he said he he was sorry to her i don't know if that'll lead to anything man harry needs to get some luck fast because right now he's got none (laughs) yeah really bringing the white man down Well, uh, now that everyone's super pumped by this uh, great episode, <laughs> I think uh, I think that's all that I want to say about it this week. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, if you want to support the show, it'd be great if you could leave a comment or subscribe or talk about it on Twitter. Or uh, maybe, if you like the channel, you could visit my Patreon, patreon.com slash movie nights. I don't think I uh, promoted it here before, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> what what are our hashtags this week, Phelan? <laughs> Hashtag nope. <laughs> there will be no other hashtags of that out there. <laughs> Hashtag give a Mel. <laughs> yeah, give a Mel's good. <laughs> All right, Charmanders. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>